Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This podcast is brought to you by Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Midland Radio USA, your leader in overlanding and off-road communications. Join the brigade at truckbrigade.com, the best of the best for off-road and overlanding gear. Rigid Industries Off-Road Lighting, Own the Night with Rigid. Radar Tires, an active supporter of the Breast Cancer Research Foundation and manufactured carbon neutral since 2013. And Tough Stuff Overland, providing high quality rooftop tents, awnings, accessories, racks, and more. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Thank you so much for being with us once again today, this beautiful day. The good old Lord has made. I am just so excited, and I've been so looking forward to today because I have Mitch Williams from Rigid Industries, the president of Rigid Industries with me today on the podcast. And uh, I'm so honored that you uh, took the time out of your day to be with me today, Mitch. It's it's so great knowing you now after the the Overland Summit that we were at recently together. And uh, just thank you so much for being on the show. Joey, it's a pleasure to be here. It's great to spend some more time with you that's uh, not in the backseat of a Jeep. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you brought me back alive from Big Bear. So uh, I owe you one. <laughs> That was a good time. Yeah, we uh, Mitch and I spent quite a quite a little bit of time in the the back of uh, what was it Richie's Tacoma for a while, and some maybe some of the other vehicles. I think, and, I think it may have been Richie's Tacoma. Yes, I yeah, think you may be right on on one of the, the the most fun and crazy trails in Big Bear. Actually, at a Overland Summit that we were at together a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we just had some great great conversation. Got to know each other a little bit better, and um, additional to the nights that we had around the campfire and and the the um, seminars and presentations that we were a part of with the summit. It was just a great, great time. So um, for those of you that don't know what Rigid Industries is, I'm sure all of you that listen to the podcast do, but uh, for those that don't, um, Mitch, tell us a little bit about Rigid Industries, uh, who you guys are and how you guys got started. Well, Rigid Industries is a is a typical SEMA type story. Uh, SEMA being Special Equipment Market Association. That's the industry we all love. Yep. It's about 53 or $54 billion today. So, you know, people ask, you know, kind of what's going on in the industry, what's the future of uh, off-roading and overlanding and truck and car enthusiasm. And my response to that is the industry is larger than ever before. So I think yeah. we're pretty good shape. <laughs> no kidding. So, so Rigid has a very typical story about how we got founded. We were founded by three friends, um, uh, Jason Christensen, uh, Seth and Taylor Anderson, uh, and they were, you know, childhood friends and they loved off-roading and they specifically loved UTVs. So uh, Jason was a major league baseball pitcher uh, and uh, pitched in the World Series uh, wow. at least once or twice. Wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we, we had kind of a, a, a interesting story backline. So these three guys got together and said, hey, let's let's build some cool products for UTVs. So that's what they started doing. Well, 
that kind of led them pretty quickly into the just about that time. We're talking early 2000s here. Just about that time, the lighting market in general was starting to take off out west. Uh, overlanding was just on the horizon. Um, off-road racing was kind of uh, hitting its stride. So that there were there were a lot of things going on in lighting. But the most important thing going on in lighting was the LED revolution. And before this time period, so before the early 2000s, LEDs didn't really have the output and the power to, to really illuminate not only for off-road racing, but just for, for practical purposes. LEDs are very directional. Right. And, it, and so we're, you have to have a lot of them to get a lot of light. But LEDs improved dramatically over the next few years. And so the the uh, the three friends started buying a, a light bar from the actual inventor of the first light bar in California. <laughs> and they loved it so much that they said, well, why don't we just buy his company? So they bought his company and that's when Rigid became Rigid and that and wow. the rest is history. So we we started with that one light bar and now uh, we offer, you know, probably 900 or a thousand different SKUs and different types of products, but all LED. It was all LED from the start. Wow. Yeah. I know that the, the LED technology like really made a, a kind of a jump when the drivers, the LED drivers became better, right? Like the components that, that drive the LED bulb yep. or the, 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 um, I, I guess you'd call it the bulb itself, um, yep. that sustain the life in that, in that chemical, um, composition or whatever that creates that lighting, uh, source. Right. So when they developed those, made those drivers better, that's kind of when things really catapulted. Yeah, and you can't you can't really be just a lighting company anymore. You have to be a lighting and an electronics company because um, at a certain point, the the drivers, uh, as you mentioned, are almost more important than the LED itself because the drivers determine how you're going to control the LED, what you're going to do with it, the intensity, um, the current uh, that it takes. So the, that board is kind of the secret sauce of, of LED these days. Right, right, and and obviously what you guys do a lot of, which we'll talk about a little later in the podcast, the lens uh, creation, development, design um, that projects that lighting is super important too. I would imagine it is. It is for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, we went through a period where lighting was distributed. This is in conventional lighting uh, was distributed by uh, the lens. That's the first part of lighting history. Then we went through a phase where the lenses were basically clear and lighting was distributed by the reflector. And now we're back to LED lighting, which is again distributed by the lens. And what we found was what we found was we with the, the higher output of LEDs today, you also have to deal with a lot more heat. So mm. that's why you'll see all these spins on the back of our products and, and our competitors products, because um, when LEDs didn't put out much light, you didn't really have to worry about heat. But now right. that LEDs put out a lot of light, you have to worry about heat because heat is kind of the enemy of that circuit board. Right. So so uh, we pay a lot of attention to our heat sinks and make sure that we can get the heat away from um, uh, from the circuit board and, and give the consumer, you know, essentially a lifetime product. Yeah, that's a challenge that uh, I'm trying to overcome right now, too, with a, a, a product that you and I have talked about a little bit that I'm in development of um, with the design and stuff. That's a huge, man, uh, just a huge factor. I didn't really think much of um, that uh, really having a, a challenge trying to just kind of figure out where to place things uh, so that things are away from the heat and that it, the heat is dissipated, right? Um, yeah, it's something that you, you really don't think much about when you think about lighting. But um, I mean, I've got a couple handheld flashlights that are LED driven, you know, that, you know, heat up in your hand. You're like, man, there's yeah. just a lot of power in this, you know, and uh, it's it's crazy. The technology has come so far. Um, that, that being said with, you know, off-roading has, has come, has grown just exponentially. I mean, over the years, we've both witnessed just crazy growth in that market. Um, now how were you guys introduced or how did you kind of, um, scratch the surface and become such a huge, like hard hitter in the overlanding scene? Well, so our origins are in off-road racing. And when you think about, and, and even before that, even before we got into trophy trucks and things like that our origins were in UTV off-road racing. Right. So, uh, and the only difference between a UTV and a trophy truck is just speed. Right. Um, and, you know, you, and you've got to have, you've got to have uh, more light for more speed. So we got into uh, overlanding kind of as an offshoot of off-road racing. Cause when you think about it, if you're going out into the middle of nowhere to a race course and, uh, 
And you've got to be more or less self-sufficient when you're out there. Yeah. So you've got to have power. You may need heat. You may need AC, depending on the time of the year. Um, but you pretty much, and you, you really got to have almost a complete garage there with you, you know, so you, (laughs) the whole self-sustaining aspect of overlanding really, uh, was a, a logical extension of our experience in off-road racing. So when we went into overlanding, overlanding was not so much about being able to repair your truck or, you know, repair your race car while you're out there, but be able to exist comfortably and self-sustainably. Right. And it, it really is just an extension of, of what we were already doing in off-road racing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you guys are so involved in the community too. I mean, we see you guys everywhere. Uh, you know, I see Richie all over the place too. Just even in driving through town, I've run into him like in Lake Havasu or, you know, places where he's, he's you know, meeting with clients and customers. And I just love the fact that you guys are so deep into the customer uh, satisfaction and experience part of this too. And that, that goes so far with people that are doing overlanding, you know, like you said, the, the self-sustaining experience and, and something to have out there with you when you're in the middle of nowhere, um, that's going to be reliable. That's going to last and, and really, uh, give you a safe lighting setup, uh, for whatever application you need. And one thing that I really love about the rigid lighting, um, you know, I've, I've been rocking lit rigid since gosh, gosh, probably the last seven, eight years at a minimum. Um, and just absolutely love the product. And it just been a, a huge, uh, uh, you know, ambassador for the company for so many years now, you know, alongside of Rich, Richie and, and doing what I can with you guys. And it's just been so cool. And what I love about the product too, is not only like the, the tangible quality of it, you can hold the product and you can feel the quality opposed to, you know, uh, Amazon special light or whatever, or even, yeah. you know, other competitors. Um, and I've, I've actually, I have pulled those lights apart because I'm a, I'm a propeller head kind of guy. I'm an electronics kind of nerd. And so I've pulled some of those apart to see what, how they're created and see the seals and the electronic components and things and how they're built. And my goodness, they're just, the quality is insane of these lights. You get what you pay for. Um, and another thing that I love about them too, that kind of coincides with the overlanding, which you and I talked about when we were at the overland summit a little bit is the backlighting option that you guys give with, you know, a lot of your products. Um, and the fact that you can, you know, have those, the, the backlighting on, you know, in several different color options and just have that glowing at night where you're at camp and you got other people coming into the camp, you know, looking for you or whatever, you know, having to, you know, waste a lot of amperage or, or, or run a lot of amps to, to run that backlighting and people can see you from across the Canyon or from long distances, um, just for that kind of identification and almost like a safety component too, for, you know, people that are trying to look for you or whatever. It's just a really cool option to have. It's, it's like a dual function light. Um, that's something that's always impressed me how you, how you guys have focused on that and how that is, you know, developed over the years and increased in, in, in quality and technology. Cool. You know, the stuff that you're offering with your products is awesome. Well, I appreciate that. And, and thank you for the kind words. It's absolutely true. Uh, with respect to my good colleague, Richie Schatz, um, we are considering cloning him, but there's some kind of legal permission <laughs> we need. So yeah. we, we got to get the lawyers involved to pull that off. <laughs> that guy's worth his weight in gold. I love that he guy. Is, yeah. He is. He, he knows more about Richie than the rest of us have forgotten. But uh, <laughs> he's forgotten more about Richie than the rest of us know. But now with respect to uh, kind of uh, uh, kind of the, the, the production behind the, the product itself, the... Um, you know, we have, we offer a lifetime warranty. And so, you know, lifetime warranty for us means lifetime warranty. It doesn't yeah. mean, you know, uh, you know, almost a lifetime warranty, or it doesn't mean, you know, kind of a lifetime warranty. It means if it fails, you're getting another one. Yeah. And, um, and that, that, that takes some extra engineering. It takes some extra testing and it takes some extra durability. I mean, the things that we do to our lighting is just crazy stuff to try to break it. Yeah. And uh, once in a while we can break one, but a lot of times we can't break it, which is <laughs> what we want. So, yeah, I've had a couple uh, followers on Instagram over the years contact me that have had problems with the lights and, you know, just, uh, you know, just kind of random damage that happened or, you know, uh, something happened to it. Not very many at all. I think maybe three in the last, like I said, mm-hmm. seven, eight years I've been with you guys. But those three guys that have contacted me like, hey, you know, how do I address this? 
I've directed them to Richie and just no questions asked. And they've been so happy with the service that they've gotten from, from you guys. Um, and that, that goes a long ways with me too, you know, just to know that we're backing and supporting a company that backs and supports us too on the other end, you know, and, uh, that we can be confident in sending our, our, our clients, our followers, our listeners to a company that we know is going to take great care of them. And, um, you know, the, the technology that, that uh, I've seen recently that you guys are developing that, you know, I've, I've had some conversation with Justin um, and Richie about some things that are coming down the pike that are just super exciting. And, and uh, for our listeners out there, you, you really need to, to uh, keep an eye on what Rigid is doing is they're spearheading the industry and um, super excited about what's coming and what, what inspired you uh, and led you to become the president of, of Rigid. And, you know, I know you had a lot of previous experience working with Hella lighting for a lot of years, like what, 19 years with Hella. Um, uh, yes. And component manufacturing. And I mean, you were the SEMA chairman uh, for a while, if I remember right. And uh, you've done the Baja 1000, the Rubicon and Moab. And I mean, you've been there, done that. But what, what inspired you to become the leader uh, and of Rigid? And how did that um, kind of come well, to play for you? Uh, good question. I was always an athlete, um, but I, I really suck at individual sports. If you ever play <laughs> golf with me, I can prove that. Um, <laughs> you but I was cool. always... I was always pretty good at team sports. Uh-huh. And so business for me is just a team sport. And, and I like to play on great teams. Um, even, even if it's a good team that wants to be great, that's attractive to me. And so uh, I I was worried, you know, coming out of a multi-billion dollar environment like Hella, because um, Hella is a big OEM lighting supplier, German electronic supplier and all that. And so I thought, you know, how, how much am I going to have to sacrifice to, to work with Rigid because they can't possibly be as good as Hella. <laughs> and so that was my only concern when I came out to Phoenix. And then I got out to Phoenix and they took me through our lab and then they took me off roading. And, and I was like, oh, my word, you know, <laughs> I don't have to sacrifice anything. This is the best lighting I've ever seen. Right. So I tell people I'm at Rigid because I want to work. I want to represent the best lighting I've ever seen. And that's not. That, that's not why I'm here. Or sorry, that's not why I say that. That's why I'm here. Right. You know, I, I wanted to be on the best that there is on that team. And that's what I that's what I've been fortunate enough to join is is the best team I've ever seen in lighting. That's, uh, that's awesome. The stuff they're doing in the back is just off the chart amazing. Yeah, um, I was I just, super impressed with the stuff that Justin was showing me, just mind blown, you know, and um, just a little bit that I've been privy to is is awesome. And I cannot wait for some of that technology to come out and, and be released. And it's it's super rad too. I follow BJ Baldwin uh, quite a bit yeah. and and knowing that he's involved with you guys. I mean, that that says so, something right there. That guy's just an amazing person and, and uh, influencer. And, um, you know, that's that's exciting. I, I, I'm really glad to hear that you know, that you're, you're focused on building that team. It's so important. And, you know, having a successful business is, is putting that leadership forward, that, that, that step forward and really taking care of your people and making sure that you build that team, you know, um, and it's not just, uh, you know, all about, uh, one person it's, it's everybody, you know, it running, being a, a fire captain, you know, I, I always tell my guys, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about us. And, you know, you surround yourself with people that are better than you and, um, and you just be just so successful. And, and, um, that, that shows, uh, you know, positive in this, this industry too. And, and what you guys are doing. It's yeah. Not, I think awesome. it really helps on our side in that we're all off-roaders. Yeah. Um, and so we, we love this stuff. We live it, we eat, we, we sleep and breathe it. And, you know, if there's a, if a better mousetrap comes along, we want to make sure it's coming out of our engineering department. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. you know, we, uh, uh, we're not as, as a firefighter, you know, you guys are changing the world. We're not changing the world. We're just selling fun, but, uh, but, but that's okay because we're, we're pretty good at it. Well, I'll tell you what, man, I've been on a f- few fires that, uh, I was really glad that we had rigid industries lighting on our brush engine out in yep. the middle of the night in these smoky, dark, you know, um, areas and, and to have good quality lighting that we know is going to work every time. Um, and it's going to light the way for our crew members. And, uh, especially we, there's an operation called mobile pumping that we do. And we put a, a firefighter and uh, a captain out in front of the brush engine and the engineer is driving and the firefighter has a, a hose that's about 25 to 30 feet out ahead of the brush engine. And the brush engine is driving slowly as he's putting out a uh, fire line or, you know, um, mm-hmm. putting down a wet line or mopping up or what have you. Um, and at night that, that can be a very dangerous even in the daytime is a very dangerous operation. Um, and at night, especially it's a hundred fold. And, um, 
I'll tell you what, man, having the right lighting and, and knowing, like I said, that it's going to work, it's going to be reliable, um, is so important. And the, the projection that you guys have developed, you know, the different lens types, uh, you know, we have on our brush engine, we have both the SAE driving, uh, uh, pattern, and then we have the spot pattern and the flood pattern. Um, and having those three options available to you in different scenarios is, is awesome. I, I've been so impressed. I mean, you know, I've tried to go with other lighting companies here and there over the years, uh, especially before, you know, I really started getting heavily involved with Rigid and I met Richie, um, you know, and you're like, ah, I'll try and get this Amazon special light or, uh, you know, see what this is about. Or people, neighbors or friends are like, hey, check this out. I got this on whatever eBay or um, mm-hmm. there's nothing that comes close. There's nothing that compares. And, y- you know, you think about, uh, you know, well, rigid, you got to spend a little bit more money. Yeah, you do, but you get what you pay for and you're going to get that reliability, the safety aspect of it to know that it's going to work every time. Um, you know, as long as it's wired, right, obviously, you know, and mm-hmm. people aren't doing dumb stuff, but you know, if you follow the direction, install directions and know what you're doing and those things are installed, installed professionally, uh, you know, you just have a hundred percent confidence in the fact that they're going to do what they're supposed to do. And well, I love that. I think, about- I think one of the things that attracted me to the lighting industry in the beginning was there's several different ways you can sell lighting. Um, one is um, performance um, in that, you know, it, it, if you can see better, whatever it is you're doing becomes easier. Uh, the second one is safety. And that if you can see better than whatever you're doing becomes safer, like you were just describing, and the third one that's often overlooked is the design element of it. Lighting has become a styling exercise. So when you're off, you know, like way off road and you, you see a truck coming down a trail, if, if you know the accent lighting, you you know, OK, is that is that person in our group or is that somebody else? You right. Know? Right. And so there, there's this styling aspect of it that also is, is a real functional aspect when you're off roading. So uh, and we. I mean, we use this, uh, we use our products, all of us use our products like all the time, every night, you know, every weekend. Um, and we're, we're totally committed to making it better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, funny story. Uh, <laughs> as far as being out in the middle of nowhere with, with, uh, you know, no light or, or whatever, we, we had uh, one of our new firemen on a fire, uh, I think it was two years ago. And he got assigned to be by himself in this huge meadow uh, up uh, in the Trinity National Forest, um, I believe is where they were. And he got assigned to be out and just uh, nurse this creek that they were pumping water out of to fill these big, what we call pumpkins, that are these big uh, uh, portable tanks that we fill water uh, with. And then the water tenders come and take that water out and into the forest to do whatever. But he was there to man this pump to make sure it was running all night. And the other crews left and went to the fire line and were, you know, doing some mop up and things like that and some firefighting. And he was standing out there all alone. (laughs) He said that, thank God that he had his little light uh, with him, his LED light with him because uh, he had shined it into the meadow and saw a bear. And he's out there by himself with not really good radio transmission, um, you know, signal. And uh, he saw a bear and he said, man, I saw that bear and I bolted across that meadow to this little house that I saw with the shed. And I got on top of that shed. I just sat on that shed and I could hear the pump out in the distance knowing it was still running. (laughs) And I just sat on top of that house for hours waiting for someone to come by. And he's like, thank God I saw the, you know, the lights from the rig coming out and and I ran to the rig and and they took me and said, we're not leaving you out here by yourself, you know, anymore tonight. Well, I don't, I don't think we, I don't think we sell bear lights, but that might be a new product. (laughs) I will tell you, I will tell you a story that happened to me at at, uh, the Westgate in Las Vegas during the SEMA show. I got on the elevator and a guy on the elevator noticed my rigid shirt. He was like, Oh, you work for rigid. Yeah. He said, Oh, I love rigid lights. They're so good. I I love them. I got four rigid lights (laughs) on my truck. You know, he started telling me all about them. And I I always love conversations like that because me too. it's the best feedback in the world. Yep. And, and it makes you, it makes you feel good about getting out of bed the next day to go to work. So, so then he said, well, what do you have on your truck? And I said, well, I kind of got carried away. And he said, what do you mean? <laughs> and I said, I've got 14 auxiliary lights on my truck. And so the lady behind me tapped me on the shoulder and she said, are you afraid of the dark? And I just said, yes, ma'am, <laughs> yes. I am. You don't hit stuff in the daytime. You hit stuff at night. Yeah. Oh, me too, man. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's some nights where I'll just, even in my room at the station, I'll just turn like a, a little light on just cause it's just pitch dark. And you're like, man, I don't want to like roll over and smash my head into the wall just cause I yeah. can't see. So yeah. Being out in the wilderness, there's been plenty of times where I've left lights on, you know, around camp all night. Cause I just want to, you know, I want to be 
lit up a little bit. It just kind of makes you feel almost with your, your mental status when you're out in the middle of nowhere with your family, just having a light on is just, it's good for your, uh, you know, for your psyche, I guess <laughs> out there, you know, and having, you know, light to, you know, light up your camp and on the trail. Well, one one stuff, thing that I really important. enjoy about off-road West off-roading is, uh, yeah. One thing I really enjoy about off-roading, particularly being out West and off-roading is um, I have uh, one of my minors is in astronomy. So I'm used to oh, planetariums wow. back East. Yeah. But when I go up to a place like big bear or in the desert out here around Phoenix, it's like a planetarium. And you know, you, you see things that you can't see back East. Oh yeah. And, and it's, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Wasn't that sky incredible in Holcomb Valley where we were? Amazing. Just, yeah. you know, it, 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 it is an outdoor planetarium. It really is. Yeah. I walked out one of the nights that we were there out into the meadow there and just looked up and it was just unbelievable. You could see the Milky way going across the sky. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of people it, never see that. Yeah. Yeah. You just, there's so much light pollution down in the cities. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked to people uh, down in the city where I work that have never been out of that city in their entire lives. It's just wow. mind blowing to me. I'm like, you've never been 45 minutes up the mountain to big bear to the snow and seen any the 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 stars from it no i've never been out of t out of this this area like wow and it's hard to believe you guys really aren't that far from la yeah yeah it's only like two hours yeah it's crazy cool. yeah so so how does rigid um how are you guys setting yourselves apart for the future like uh, apart from the rest as far as technologies and you know projection high quality led drives what can you share with us uh, as far as the new technology that you guys are doing to kind of be a step ahead of everyone well we just introduced a laser diode lamp uh in uh in las vegas which is a combination of two high output leds and then one laser diode uh, and we're doing it a little bit different with our laser diode we're controlling the light both with the reflector and with a prism, a, a lens, a prismic lens in front of the the, uh, the the laser. So that's our newest. That's going to be, I'm going to say, uh, very much a racing light because uh -huh. it's so long distance. It's about a mile, 1.3 miles. Wow. So it, it's, it's a lot of light uh, <laughs> in a small package. Not, not a small package, but a medium-sized package. So we're going to be doing a lot with that. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot with variable beam patterns. So speed-oriented beam patterns like our adapt series that actually sense the speed of the vehicle. And if you're rock crawling, you get a nice wide beam pattern. You go a little bit faster, the trail opens up, you get a little bit more of a driving pattern. And then you go a little bit faster yet, or maybe you get some flat trail and uh, some open trail. And you guess when you're off-roading, you don't want to be uh, fiddling with switches and trying to figure out which switch is which and all of that. Um, the, the light has a GPS chip in it. And so the light does it for you. And we think that's a really cool technology that is applicable in a lot more places, not only for motorsports, but also for just general off-roading and, and, um, uh, and even overlanding. So we're really excited about that. We're also very excited about our Amber Pro Series. And, you know, um, there, there are lots of different reasons why to go to an Amber uh, type uh, lens. It can be either a lens or a lens cover with us. Back east, it's it's typically really bad weather, so it's 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 snow, it's fog, it's rain, you know, not so much dust back east. But out here, it's much more dust, and um, and amber works great in all of those situations. Yeah. And what we did when we when we tried to come up with the ideal color of amber, we tested about ten different lenses, ten different colors of amber, hmm. and we rated them in terms of visibility. And we picked the one that had the best visibility and that became our Amber Pro. Oh, so wow. you're going to see a lot more of that. And um, from, from growing up back east, I didn't have to deal with a lot of dust. And so when I got out here, the dust was a major problem when you're off-roading. Oh, yeah. And so uh, Amber Pro cures that. It, it just It's fantastic product for, for use in that. Now, I cheat a little bit because I have white I have white auxiliary lights and Amber Pro. So I switch back and forth. But because uh, And I like them both. But... Yeah, so do I. I. In terms of like fog and and dust, I mean, I've experienced both of those too. Um, even in in snow, uh, it, it amazingly cuts through heavy snow very well. Yeah. Uh, driving up to Big Bear, uh, those of you listeners that are familiar with the uh, Highway 330 that comes from uh, Highland up the front side through Running Springs and then into Big Bear, it's about an hour drive from the bottom of the mountain uh, through some pretty hairy spots when it's stormy, as far as fog and things yeah. and, and snowfall and. Uh, I've been coming home at, you know, one o'clock in the morning from stuff down the mountain. And, uh, I'll tell you what, if, if I did not have my rigids on my truck, I would have been puckered to all hell. I mean, those things cut through the first time I remember first time I got the, the, uh, driving fog lens 
uh, installed on my truck. I had two of the pods uh, down low and it was unbelievable. I, I mean, I'm not just saying that because I'm a huge proponent of rigid, but it was unbelievably impressive how much it cut through compared to, you know, other lights that I'd had in the, in the past, my headlights, uh, and just, you know, even just stock fog lights on the truck. It was a Tundra, uh, at the time. And I'll never forget. My wife was like, I cannot believe how much farther we can see and how much safer this is making this drive because of this rigid industries product that we have. It was unreal. I remember posting a ton of, of reels and stuff on Instagram, uh, you know, videos afterwards from it, we videoed it. Uh, and I showed people the difference in that fog, uh, how much the the projection was, and it it changed it literally by forty to fifty feet ahead of us, where we could see very very clearly uh, where we we were going, and that was with just two little small uh, SAE driving fogs. And um, since then, I, I have the um, the Adapt GPS on my side by side in the front. Those have been great for dust. Um, I just got the 360 series in Amber for the Forerunner, and we've been doing a ton of, of overlanding and, and trail running with that up in Big Bear before we came back to the river for the winter. Uh, we did quite a bit after I left you guys up at the uh, summit for the weeks following cool. that. And uh, actually, in some of the same areas, it took my family over to White Mountain, and we did a bunch of those trails afterwards. It was kind of nice because I'd already scouted them with you guys a couple weeks before. Sure, sure. Well, <laughs> um, you'll, you'll appreciate this story. The, the worst snowstorm I was ever in in my life was coming back from Big Bear. Um, I had <laughs> wow. been up there skiing and it started snowing at about two o'clock in the afternoon and it kept snowing and kept snowing and kept snowing. Wow. And I thought, I don't have to be all that worried about getting out of here because I was driving a Hummer so with, you know, I'm like, no problem, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, what I didn't count on <laughs> is all the folks from LA up there in their oh. BMWs with their summer tires. Oh my and gosh. Yes. They had completely blocked the road. So I lived in Pasadena. I think it was like 80 miles from Pasadena to Big Bear. Uh -huh. It took me 11 hours in a Hummer. Unreal. And, and if, if I if I hadn't had good lighting, I don't know how I would have gotten down. Yeah. It's super scary on that road when you get into those situations. Uh, yeah. I've had super heavy snowfall and where you can't see, you know, you barely see your hand in front of your face. It seems like, I mean, that's extreme, but you know, it seems like that. It's just yeah. so heavy oh, and the yeah. flakes are so big. Um, and I, I gotta be honest. I mean, I've, I've been in those situations with those ambers and they've cut right through it, which is just yep. unreal how it, I don't know how it does that with the, the type lens, uh, or the, you know, obviously you guys have trade secrets and stuff that you guys got to keep near and dear to your heart. But man, the, the stuff that you guys come up with, um, uh, that Justin, his team, uh, you know, come up with, with, with the lens options is just incredible. And, um, I won't run anything else, uh, as long well, as you guys are, are, you know, uh, providing those products, I'm going to keep running them because I, I believe so heavily in this product. And uh, I tell people now all the time, like, you know, spend the extra money and get your hands on rigid, rigid industries lighting because you will not be disappointed and it will last forever. Well, we really appreciate the, the kind words. And I can tell you, I can tell you, you know, like if you're standing in front of a mirror and you've got a flashlight and you shine the flashlight directly into the mirror, um, the flashlight itself doesn't blind you, but the reflection will absolutely blind you because it, it magnifies the amount of light that's there. Mm -hmm. And so um, the, and the reason the reason the Amber Pros work so well is they knock off that the, the bluer end of the spectrum, which is where the glare occurs. Huh. So they get more towards the yellow end of the spectrum, just a little bit more towards that. But it knocks off that sharpness of the blue into the spectrum, like sunlight, like you can't look at the sun without uh -huh. your eyes hurting. Uh -huh. Same principle. And so the Amber Pro knocks that down just a little bit. And because of the sharp cutoff on it, it's actually illuminating the bottom of the dust particle or the bottom of the water droplet. So if you wow. think about a teardrop and if you shine a, a light directly on the teardrop, it's going to glare right back in your face like your high beams would do. But if you're shining on the bottom part of the teardrop, the reflection is going down to the road surface or the trail surface. So you're actually getting better light because the light is reflected onto the trail. Wow. So that's it, incredible. it's a phenomenal experience. And once you do it, I don't think you'll ever go back. <laughs> no, that's absolutely hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And it, it, we, you know, knowing that technology with the Amber pro and, and the new laser um, lens that you guys, the, the laser series that you guys have coming out, um, Let's talk a little bit about the Revolve uh, series. What are the differences between you know the Amber Pro the, and uh, the Revolve series? Well, Revolve is a brand new product as well, and that's basically for 
where space is a concern because vehicles are becoming kind of more and more aerodynamic and more and more space constrained on the front end of the vehicles, unless you're dealing with like a UTV or something like that. They're usually still pretty good. Um, but uh, Revolve is designed to give you a lot of light in a small package. Hmm. Um, and you can also get the backlit function of it too. You don't have all the same options with backlighting that you do with Radiance or some of our other series, but you have you have some backlighting, uh, backlight possibilities. Our backlit possibilities. So, um, so the Revolve is doing really well for us. It's a it's a great answer where you um, you don't have a lot of space to work with, but you still need a lot of light. Right. So even something I would assume would probably be really good, even for like mountain biking, for a small oh, lighting package for handlebars or motorcycles, or um, even just uh, the camp lighting around your rack or interior lighting in your you know under your your rooftop tent inside your rack space and your truck i mean so many applications that that could be used for all of the above yeah that's awesome yeah i can't wait to see uh what uh you know what new technologies guys come up with over the next year those three that i saw at SEMA were incredible and for those of you guys that have uh have not seen on instagram uh the couple videos that i've posted definitely go and check those out there's been a couple rigid posts that i've done the last uh, week or so um from SEMA that kind of uh feature some of those technologies those new models and they're just great um so another thing i want to talk about too that most people might not be uh you know educated on or, or have the knowledge of, but what additional accessories can people purchase or should they expect with, with your lights? I know, um, you know, some lighting companies, they don't provide, you know, the mounts, they don't provide wiring harnesses. They don't provide those, those extra components, but what do you guys provide as a company for your customers? Well, so we're, we're providing, uh, brackets are going to be a big push for us this year because, um, you know, I'm, I'm one of those consumers that, um, I want all the cool stuff on my vehicle, but uh, I don't want to. I don't want to fa- have to fabricate it all myself. You know, <laughs> I want to take it out of the box, bolt it on, bolt the light on, and then I want to go down the trail. So uh, we're trying to make it easier and easier to install lighting through the use of, of vehicle-specific brackets. Um, we're also looking at ways to make lighting more portable. Like mm. if you have a light providing a certain function, let's say on your UTV. Um, and you want to walk down a trail on foot, let's say, where you can take that light and walk down the trail on foot and the light's wow. rechargeable. <laughs> so awesome. we're looking at some cool stuff like that, 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 you know, might hit the market in 2024. Wow. That's exciting. Gosh, that's super cool. Yeah. I know, uh, uh, you know, seeing some, you know, some new, you know, applications that, uh, you know, that you guys are working on and super excited to see those get released. Um, now you guys have, contracts with Ford and Toyota and Polaris, right? As far as like uh, lighting uh, contracts with them, where you provide uh, specific applications for those vehicles. Uh, Now now people can order um, on your website um, or from your dealers, like specific mounting solutions for the Toyota Tundras, for the Tacomas or for the Ford Raptor, or, you know, say, you know, you're on the side-by-side swing of things for the Razors and the, you know, all those different applications, correct? Yes. Also with Nissan. Um, also Nissan. And, wow. uh, yeah. So we have uh, uh, several Toyota programs coming out in 2024. We're very excited about our partnership with Toyota. The the um, uh, I think the most valuable thing about a relationship with Toyota is um, when you're a supplier to Toyota, you've got to bring your A game. You know, there, there's no room for close enough is good enough. You, you really got to bring your A game. Right. And Toyota will help a company like ours become a better supplier, not only on the OE side, which is a very high standard already with Toyota, but you can take what you learn on the OE side and you can build it back into your aftermarket product and you end up with a better aftermarket product too. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's kind of a win-win to be a supplier to Toyota. We're, we're very proud of our relationship and uh, we love Toyota trucks. Yeah, so do I. I'm, I'm a born and raised Toyota and always will be. And I'm, I'm super uh, stoked to see that you guys are working so closely with them and um, and that they trust a company like Rigid to, to provide that solution for their vehicles. And I saw a bunch of amazing setups at SEMA uh, with the new, uh, even, um, you know, the new Trail Hunter model, the, the Tacomas and, you know, a lot of the new Toyota vehicles that are coming out. Um, now, I didn't notice, are you guys uh, also providing, I know Lexus is a subsidiary or kind of under the same umbrella as Toyota. Are you guys providing lights for, for Lexus as well, or is it just the Toyota models themselves? It's just the Toyota models right now, but um, we're seeing more and more um, kind of 
upper end um, uh, overlanding type Lexus vehicles. Uh -huh. kind of, I put kind of like the Lexus and the Porsche Cayenne kind of in the same category. Yeah. In that they may be they may be grocery getters during the week, but they're on the trail on the weekend. So um, we we like that association too, and we have products for those too. Yeah, I know you and I had talked about the the Porsche model and seeing you know <laughs> those out on the trail before, and now there's full on clubs that I've been seeing here and there with those things out out on the trails. Insane! It's definitely taking off. Um, I had a Cayenne uh, before uh, overlanding really took off, and and I'm sorry now I didn't overland my Cayennes. I'm gonna have to get another one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, maybe we can buy them together. I've been eyeballing those things too. It actually, it actually makes a pretty good off-road vehicle. I yeah. mean, people think of it as a, you know, grocery getter or whatever, but it, it's a very competent off-road vehicle. Yeah, it sure seems like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked on those. I really, really like that GX 550 too, that Lexus yep. that they had at SEMA. Um, it's just, it's really great to see, uh, you know, that, that Toyota and Lexus and some of those higher end, you know, um, manufacturers are working with people like rigid and, um, some of, you know, our friends from CBI and Prince racks, you know, they did the whole, um, setups for the trail hunter series and to see your lighting on that trail hunter too. Um, just awesome. Um, what do you guys think as far as, um, uh, you know, as far as future stuff that you have coming down the pike, uh, additional to, um, you know, maybe Lexus, uh, what other manufacturers are you guys kind of focusing on? Well, kind of all the usual ones that you might imagine are anywhere from full on serious off-road type vehicles to kind of, I'll call it more casual off-road type vehicles. Like let's say Subaru, for example, oh, okay. um, you know, things like that, where Subaru has a very high degree of brand loyalty. Um, people often go back and buy another Subaru and another Subaru and another Subaru, and they're very outdoorsy people. They've got mountain bikes, kayaks, and all that, and they're generally off the road somewhere along the way. So um, that's kind of an attractive demographic for us. Um, and then I think um, I think we we are um, we're OEM on the new Land Cruiser that's coming out next oh, year. Oh man, yeah. And uh, I just think Toyota has absolutely nailed it with this new Land Cruiser because so do I. you know at, at a certain point. You know, when Land Cruisers got up to, you know, $90,000, there's only so many people that, A, can afford a $90,000 vehicle, and B, that are going to take it off-road. But they're coming in at a much more attractive price point, kind of the way the Land Cruiser started. So uh, I'd get ready for a long wait to get a Lincoln Act. It's a really cool vehicle. Yeah, that is going to be a great vehicle. I can't wait. Uh, to see a lot of those out on the road. I'd love to get my hands on one of those. I've been <laughs> trying to align myself to try and get an ambassadorship with Toyota, but that's like a pipe dream, I'm sure. Uh, but well, man, it would be yeah. super I cool mean, to be able to do something like that. It's a bad it's a bad time to ask when they're selling every vehicle they can make. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a good problem to have, but it's a problem for you and me. Yeah, guys absolutely. Like wouldn't that be wouldn't that be awesome? Wow. Yeah. So what, um, what kind of warranties can people, we, I know we've kind of, uh, talked a little bit on that, uh, already, but what kind of warranties, you know, across the board, uh, do you guys offer on all your products for people? Lifetime warranty. Um, we have, we don't have a warranty issue, which is one reason we can offer a lifetime warranty. Um, you know, uh, it, it's a, another statement we can make about the care and due diligence that we put into designing, engineering and testing our products. And, you know, after we're through with all the lab testing and design engineering and all that, we still take our products out and we race them and we go drive through rivers with them. And, you know, we, we go out in the desert and beat on them. Um, yeah. We've even been known to shoot them with a shotgun. So, you know, <laughs> we, we, we have a pretty innovative product testing procedure. I'll yeah. put it that way. Yeah, I know I've been uh, with Richie uh, at quite a, a few um, events and uh, events that I've put on myself that we've invited him to that he's uh, been just gracious enough to to come up and be a part of and and present some rigid products to our our, uh, uh, our followers and people that attended the event. And um, yeah, we've we've done some some testing out on the trail with him on stuff and just, you know, putting things through the paces. And uh, I loved that you guys are, are so focused on that. And the marketing uh, team that you guys have is second to none. It's just great seeing the videos that you guys put out the quality of stuff and just the the overall feel and just inspiration that it that it creates um to get out there and and do you know 
overlanding and off-roading and, and all those outdoor activities that we love to do. Um, it's just so cool. I love that you guys are focused on that and, and a uh, great job on the, on the, uh, the product that you guys are putting out that way too. Thank you very much for that. So I, I look at it like this and we started out as a product company, but increasingly, you know, we are, we are making a great product, but increasingly we're kind of selling the key to a lifestyle. Yeah. You no. Know? And, and it's like, the, the the lights are part of that lifestyle and there's a lot of other good companies and good products out there that go into that lifestyle but we kind of look at our us as you know kind of the the gateway to the lifestyle yeah yeah the ticket to the show for sure yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah what what um what do you guys uh do as far as um you know obviously you have bj baldwin and a, a couple other uh pro racers and um you know obviously the people like me influencers ambassadors that that work with the company and help push um do you guys have any other programs that other outlets that you use as far as marketing the products um in other um you know other industries uh you know additional to the off-roading and and uh, that sort of thing well we do um we just started an initiative, um, you know, even though we were born in the West and most of our history has been devoted to either off-road racing or overlanding or uh, just essentially just off-roading in general, um, there is a sizable market back East. Um, it's a different kind of terrain. Um, you don't have the desert back East, but you've got more obstacles like trees and rocks and things like that right. uh, and mud. And uh, and so, and there's also a, a, a really kind of booming uh, road racing element back east. So we have partnered up with a couple of Mustang teams back east to run our lights and endurance races in, in um, uh, road racing series, oh, wow. which, you know, the lights will work great there too, just like they do out here. It's just, yeah. it's a little far away for us, but, um, but it's still, it's still a group of people who really appreciate good lighting. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I can't wait to see more with that. Are you guys going to be doing a lot of, uh, uh, marketing, you know, type, you know, video and, and releases as far as that goes, as you guys kind of scratch the surface in that industry soon? Yeah. And, and actually we have, we've already got kind of a foothold in that industry. Um, we used to be owned by Penske and oh, okay. when Penske was running an Acura in the Rolex 24 hours of Daytona, this is about four years ago mm -hmm. when Penske was running an Acura in the 24 hours of Daytona, um, it was driven by Elio Castroneves and they, we did a rigid lighting install in that car. And so we know our lights will run 200, 220 miles an hour at night, which is <laughs> wow. plenty fast enough for Baja, but it's kind of interesting <laughs> to see where the upper end is. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm excited to see more about that. And, uh, and, you know, like we've been saying this whole podcast, you know, the, the new technologies got, got coming out and, and more of those Amber pros and laser and revolve series coming out into the market. And, um, you know, just excited to see more people using those things. It's going to be great. And I, 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 I really am looking forward to the next year for you guys and, and, uh, what's in store for the company and seeing you guys uh, a lot more next year at the events and just maybe another traction summit, uh, that we went to this, uh, last month together. And, um, yeah, what, what, uh, overlanding or off-roading expos, uh, do you guys plan on being at next year? All those well, we're same planning ones on or? doing, um, we're planning on doing about, uh, 25 or 30 shows next year. So pretty much every other weekend, Wow. Uh, we'll take a few weeks off during the, the worst of the winter up North, but, pretty much every other weekend somewhere and it'll be everything from regional shows to the overland expos. We're going to try to do all of those in 2024. We're just putting our budget together right now for 2024. So it's not all finalized yet, but um, there's nothing we like better than being in front of consumers and talking products because it, number one, it's great market research. Consumers will tell you exactly what they love and what they'd like to see a little different, you know, right. and it, it's the, it's the greatest, cheapest market research in the world is ask somebody what they think, you know, and so uh, we take it very seriously and come back and see if we can incorporate those kinds of ideas and designs into our, our products on an ongoing basis. But um, we'll be a lot more consumer shows next year. Um, we'll be a lot more uh, uh, overlanding uh, events next year. And then we'll do our traditional events like SEMA and you know things like that and, and um, uh, Bronco Stampede and uh, Jeep Invasion and things like that and Jeep Beach and things like that back east. Sweet. Well, I got some things that are in the works too. So I'll definitely uh, keep in touch with you guys and let you know what we're doing. And uh, maybe we can uh, 
get you guys back up to Big Bear a couple times next year instead of just Oh, once. twist my arm. I love it up there. <laughs> I love it up there. Okay. I don't know if I want to come down from there in the winter in that Hummer again, but <laughs> it wasn't the Hummer. You. It was the BMWs that were the problem. Yeah, that's why I'm in Arizona right now and not up there for the winter time. I had I 20 years I, of that was enough. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Well, awesome, Mitch. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. I, I don't want to keep you anymore. I, we've uh, just been so privileged to have you on the show. And um, where can people find out more about you guys online and all the socials? www.rigidindustries.com is the best way to find us. And then we're on all the social media platforms. Just search for Rigid Industries, uh, probably more on Instagram than any other one. Um, but uh we, uh, we love to hear from consumers and we love to hear from enthusiasts about, you know, what they think about our products and uh, what they'd like to see us doing next. One thing, one thing I've learned is I, you know, you, after you do this for a while, you kind of think you've seen everything and done everything and there's nothing new coming, right. but I've been wrong every time. So <laughs> I don't even think like that anymore. I, I don't know what's coming, but I know it's going to be cool. Expect the unexpected, right? Expect the unexpected. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Well, brother, it's so, so great just talking to you and talking shop and, and uh, getting to know you a little bit more. And um, like I said, thank you so much for being here today with us. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again next year and all the, the new experiences that we'll be able to experience together, maybe out on the trail next year at some of these events. And um, we're working on some stuff. Like I said, we got some stuff up our sleeve that we're working on. That I'd love for you guys to, to be involved with if it's possible with your busy schedule. And uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. And all of our listeners out there, if you want the best of the best, second to none lighting solution, definitely check out rigidindustries.com. Mitch's company is absolutely incredible. Everybody that works there is incredible. Just great people, great with, with customer service and communication and everything in between. Um, and uh, we really appreciate you guys being on the podcast with us today. And uh, the, the feedback that we get from you guys, we're just about to hit 10,000 downloads for the year, which is you know, not a big number in comparison to a lot of other podcasts, but it's big to us. And we're just very humbled by that. And uh, thank you so much for that. Um, we just love you guys. So Mitch, thank Thanks again, brother. And uh, we will talk to you very soon. Joey, thank you. Let's hit the trail again soon. Absolutely. Say when. We'll be there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Take care. anglers search for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv you're listening to the waypoint podcast network brought to you in part by hunt stand the number one hunting and land management app